Good morning. You're listening to Drinking Socially, the official Untapped podcast. Your weekly look at what's happening in the Untapped community and the world of beer. This episode is brought to you by Untapped and the Untapped store. Use the coupon code PODCAST to get 20% off your next purchase. That's store.untapped.com and the coupon code is PODCAST. Save some dough. Get a hat to hide your flow. Your nice, well would. done. Something, yeah, you know. Uh, you can't hide don't... Harrison's flow <laughs> under any hat. Yeah. I, you're right. I can't wear hats. It's not allowed um, legally. And don't forget to like us, subscribe, follow, whatever you you like to do online to things you like. Every new subscriber puts another leaf on John's wall behind him. Help Mother Nature reclaim John's house. Like, subscribe, follow us, all those cool things. We appreciate it, as does the leaves and John. Man, those two things, leaves and I often agree. Uh, they're good, they're good <laughs> arguing, sparring opponents for the debate yeah. team that good is listeners. me in this room. Um, so one thing we're not going to debate is beer for breakfast. Objectively, it's a good idea. Or at least it's not a bad idea. Um, and for those of you wondering, it would take at least four, probably five or even more coffee stouts or porters to bring you the level of caffeine you usually get from one cup of coffee. So for me to get out of bed on beer for breakfast, I'm already 12 or 15 beers deep. And that's not a terrible way to start your Wednesday, I guess. That's <laughs> also the ending of your Wednesday and so if we're not drinking coffee beers for breakfast, then what are we even drinking them for? The easy answer is flavor. They're delicious. And I'm not talking about the coffee IPA trend of 2015. That was subjectively terrible. But a porter, <laughs> a stout, they naturally bring a lot of the same flavors of coffee because of the roasting that happens to the malt in them. And today we're talking about beers with coffee as an added ingredient. So much more like a Starbucks for the nighttime, even though those might already mm -hmm. exist. There's been breweries all over the world now capturing this flavor profile and using extra coffee to highlight the subtle notes that are already present in this dark beer. So today we're actually featuring kind of a whale of a coffee stout and there's one additional reason to drink a coffee beer this week. Harrison, let everyone know what the badge we're focusing on this episode is about. That's right, John. It is time to wake up and smell the coffee. There's lots of, I said a lot of things there, quoted a lot of famous people. But today, we're waking up, we're smelling coffee. Um, for this badge, the description is uh, coffee has long been a flavor counterpart for stouts and porters, which means coffee's not just for breakfast anymore. Check in five different beers with the style Porter Coffee, Porter Imperial Double, uh, Coffee Stout Imperial Double, and Stout uh, Coffee. So porters, stouts with coffee in them, you have them, great you're going to be unlocking this badge. And as you mentioned, we have a pretty killer beer. I couldn't believe I was able to find it um, to enjoy this with. So let's waste no time and get into the what would be my seventh probably cup of coffee of the day. But first beer, uh, what, are we, what are we enjoying? 
Um, I want to, I want to drink as much coffee as you do, Harrison, no, you don't. but well, good point. Um, <laughs> today we're all having our, our late evening pick me ups. Or if you do listen to this show in the morning and you're drinking along with us then yeah, wake up and smell the coffee today. We're featuring a beer from perennial artisan ales out of St. Louis, Missouri, uh, home of the popular St. Lunatics and Nelly, and some great coffee and brewers. Today's beer is called Sump Coffee Stout, the 2021 edition from Perennial. Ranks in at 11.5% ABV. Harrison's showing off this amazing can on YouTube. It looks like a D&D game. If yep. you get the can in real life, there's like these nice little gold sparks that jump out at you from yeah. the Coffee Grim Reaper on it. This beer on Untapped rates four point three seven. That's closer to heaven than any Southern woman's beehive hairdo. Um, there's a there's a joke in there somewhere, but anyways, the notes we get about this beer from Untapped and from Perennial, it's an imperial stout with coffee, so it qualifies for this badge. This year, the coffee was grown in the Montalban region of Oaxaca, Mexico, which is an amazing city in Mexico, like the culinary capital of Mexico, home of the mole stout. Visit, drink coffee, drink beer, eat food. It's also roasted in the South City St. Louis Sump Coffee Roastery. That's where it gets its name from as well. So the base stout is smooth, chocolatey, complemented by notes of pecan, toffee, pear, mm. and vanilla. That's already a weird, great-sounding dessert crumble. Wow. Uh, yeah. Sweet and bitter, balanced against each other, swirling around. It's a full-bodied stout and powerfully rich, yet amazingly crisp drinking experience. Harrison, I see you already poured into a pretty fancy looking glass and you're a sip ahead of me. So I'm going to shut up and, and pour this myself. Right. What do you think so far, man? Uh, these beers are always so much fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, this is a trip because it's kind of check-in, right? It's thick. It's, but it's not, I mean, it's a big, look at that thing. It's a big old, big old 11 percent coffee stout. Um, and you can kind of taste it. So the nose, though, right away for me, it's like Ooh. kind of that like, right, roasty. It is nutty, but there's definitely like a, obviously like a bittersweet baker's chocolate thing happening. When you drink it, though, there is like an interesting fruit note happening. I don't know, like, um, like a pear, maybe it's pear, but I get all this stuff with the vanilla. I mean, it's, this is, this is delicious. It's kind of like, right, it's like waking up and, Sure, like Smell, if this is smelling the coffee, Smell, there it is. Waking up and sure, smelling, exactly yeah. right. It's almost like someone. I mean, this isn't the barrel aged version of it, but I almost get like a bourbon in my coffee vibe from this, um, if you will. Like I'm a right. I'm just the thirty year veteran cop on the force. Like basically, this is what Bruce Willis's breakfast in striking distance kind of probably was every morning: just coffee and bourbon, and <laughs> you know, getting into trouble. Uh, but that's in a good way. <laughs> but this is amazing. getting into trouble in a good way. Yeah, Bruce Willis does that best. Um, this is like yeah, Bruce is, Willis's ooh. everyday breakfast in my right. imagination. Yeah, exactly. He probably lives a pretty boring life because he's you know Bruce Willis all the time. He doesn't need to have excitement. He can afford to avoid it. But anyway, 
What are you? What do you? What's happening over there, John? What are you getting? First sips, first hits. A lot of heat on this, there's, but in a good way. It's a lot of there's a heat happening from that alcohol. It's great. There's a lot going on with this yeah. beer uh, <laughs> to pull to pull Johnism, yep. but it the bitterness is more than I thought it was going to be. Not like boozy, but that heat, like right, not like yeah. a capsaicin jalapeno, yep. but like. It's hot, like it, it could have sat in the can for probably five years. Sure, it's eleven percent. Yes. Um, so there's there's more bitterness than I would have expected, but it's balanced. And the thing that I'm having the hardest time figuring out, like pecan, toffee, coffee, that dark, almost you could even go like butterscotch, caramel, yeah, chocolate, butterscotch. all those flavors that I want to find in a big stout are there. But then there's this like, uh, like blueberry or some mm. kind of not stone fruit, of course, but like, no. like a like a even in like in good coffee, uh, you know, if you ever went to one of those places where you spend like seven bucks on a latte and you can pick where you want your coffee to be from, even in in good coffee, beer, wine, you'll see those like tasting notes of caramel and and blueberry and strawberry and grass in your coffee. And I don't know if the coffee contributed to this, but right. I want to say there's a, there's a blueberry happening in here, not intentionally, yes. but it's, it, there's floating around in, in, in yeah. here, or maybe it's pear. I could be getting confused that pear vanilla. There's mm-hmm. a lot going on in this beer. You're right. But I got, you said blueberry. Now I taste like blueberry crumble almost. There's like the sweet, there's, that like kind of melted blueberry sugar you get when you, you know, torch some blueberries, make some, uh, right, reduce it down or whatever a little bit. There's something, yeah, there's something to that um, that I'm also picking up. And maybe it is that vanilla and pear and kind of toffee dancing around and tricking my brain into tasting blueberry. But I'm getting a lot of that in the middle here. That is delicious. And I say it every time we have a beer, like this where i now i want to your point i want like the base stout and then i want to drink that and then i want to drink this so i can kind of see like what's the coffee doing what role is it really playing because again so many of those specialty malts um out there can mimic so many coffee flavors and then give me the barrel aged version of this yeah, that's too much for one night and one man. Certainly, at least this man. That would be. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even know. I'd be referencing much more obscure movies than Striking Distance. By the time <laughs> Beer Three hit me there, going back to Hudson Hawk, it doesn't doesn't matter. Um, but uh, for tonight, yeah, I'm happy to again sit here and let this open up a bit. Um, I'm gonna try every time. I'm gonna try to remember to check in on this beer in like five minutes with you and have another sip together and see what's happening then. But as right now, it's like a chocolatey blueberry pastry thing that it's tough. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Like a, a pastry stout, but, but mm-hmm. not, but not, not a, right. a full on pastry right. stout. No. Like you, you were thinking about a pastry stout while you were making a, a really big stout. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if that makes sense, but. No, no, I get it. Cause it, yeah, it's not, I don't, I'm not, I wouldn't call this sweet. I would not, I and mean, this is not a pastry stout and it doesn't check those boxes for me. It just kind of tastes like, well, like a lot of great Imperial coffee sets I've had in the past, but this blueberry, you know, I can't get away from the blueberry now. It's like, you've incepted it into me. 
Sorry, man. Um, no, it's, it's great. It's, it's amazing. It I'm excited to see what happens as this warms up. I would, I'm hoping or maybe anticipating it that like the caramely pecan yeah. coming out a little bit more. But sure. what's what's been the same every sip that I've had so far is that bitter, clean finish, which isn't something I usually get, certainly not in a pastry stout, but even this 11 and a half percent. And after I get done with my sip, that bitterness just kind of like drags everything along with it. And I'm not left like with this caramely coffee flavor in my mouth very much. That's, that's pretty impressive. Now I just got a little pear. This is a lot. There's a fruit party, a secret, like a secret fruit party. Ooh, like secret the, fruit party is a exactly, great beer name. Basement. This is like in that the scene. Oh man, I'm showing my age. It's a scene <laughs> in uh, Dirty Dancing at the country <laughs> club when the hoity-toity country club losers are having their goofy cocktail hour and all the guys working at the country club are partying and Patrick Swayze shirtless dancing with everybody in the real party that's happening underneath the lame white glove party that's there's a party inside here a party without a party a partyception god whatever doesn't matter yeah, but this is got upstairs we're on. drinking mick ultra and downstairs <laughs> right. they were drinking sump and right. having a having, having a blast that's right. ripping doors off the handles and surfing <laughs> down the street with them really living life that's that's what i'm talking about this is this is a party for sure it's happening speaking it's Speaking of party, that's the fanciest glassware you've sported on on the podcast for a it while. Is, that's John. a German Italian tiku glass, mm, something like that. Yeah, it's a tiku glass. So if you're on YouTube, you're you're taking a good look at it. John and I are both enjoying some stuff. This beer out of a, a tiku tonight, and this one actually is a collab. Both of them are collabs from from Osner. Um, so Osner, you guys may have seen back in the um, Last fall, untapped or next glass, if you will, acquired Osner. They're a, a marketplace for beer releases, and I've actually been working with that team since they joined the the fam, if you will. Um, and it's been a blast. It's really cool. Um, it's we have an app and follow us on Instagram at uh, Get Osner for releases, info, information about stuff like this. So we're doing cool collaborations, whether it's glassware, maybe more than that. Uh, with some great breweries like Perennial. You have the more glass that you're enjoying out of for more brewing in Chicago. So, um, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun working with them and kind of building this marketplace and work with a lot of really cool breweries, um, getting their beer on here in front of people. And then, right, kind of also collaborating on cool glassware, which is something I've always wanted to do. And here we are. So this one's kind of pays tribute to St. Louis. Got so lots of insider Talk about insider parties, insider references. I know what two of these things are, maybe three. But, um, yeah, there's lots of cool references on here that, that insiders from St. Louis would know. So In more so, of the works. Yeah, go ahead. Yep. Uh, cool glassware. You have an app. There's an Instagram, which has beautiful yeah. photos on it. But yeah. What like in a in a quick elevator pitch, like why mm-hmm. why would anyone download the Osner app? Yeah, sure. That's a great, great question, John. And really, it's geared towards beer fans. It's a great way to buy beer online fast. I'm sure if you've you know been in this, been a beer fan for now any amount of time, you probably come across Instagram threads or posts from other beer fans trying to buy beer, and the process didn't go as smooth as it could have. And sometimes that's because the brewery is using 
technology to sell beer that wasn't built for selling beer. Um, and Osner is, it was actually built by guys who used to, um, build mobile ticketing technology. So they really know how the tech works and just love beer and saw a, a parallel there between kind of high demand playoff tickets and high demand beer releases and built Osner to, to make that process smoother. So if you, you know, and a lot of really cool breweries use it like perennial. I mean, if you, you know, are want to be you know part of their society, their membership, that's something that only happens through Osner. They release the barrel aged version of this beer through Osner. Um, that's oh, wow. place okay. to get it. Right. So it's, it's like kind of like super yeah. the people that would wait in line for five hours right. um, and exactly. bring their significant other so they so right. you could get a little extra beer as well. Right. Exactly. Now you don't have to do that. You can just do it all on your phone and save two hours standing in the rain or save your lunch break or whatever and actually relax um, and just jump on your phone and do it. So it's been really great getting to know those guys and kind of helping them, you know, building out this app, making it do more. Um, and of course, going to work with these breweries and, and do cool stuff like this. So I was pumped to grab some sump tonight and I knew right away the glass where to enjoy it in. So again, keep an eye out. If you haven't followed us on, uh, on Instagram yet, go and do so. We have some, a lot of fun things we're going to be announcing over the next couple of weeks, whether it be more glassware, interesting events that we're starting to, uh, to unveil um things like that so definitely uh definitely definitely very cool and, and unique and um have been a lot of fun so far well the glassware is exceptionally fun to drink this awesome beer out of uh and this one looks cool as hell thanks for sharing that you harrison yeah um osner skip the wait in line i don't know That's if you it. guys have a tagline right. yet but lines are the past osner is the future i don't know yeah Ooh, lines wow. are dumb. So and that, okay. that's not well. Maybe that's a T-shirt or a bumper. It's pretty good. Lines are right. dumb. That's Lines also true for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one ever waiting in a line right. has been happy about what it. What a great invention think. this is! Right, they just conjure up angry memories of like kindergarten and getting sent to the back of the line because someone yep. pulled your hair first, but no one saw that. They train you. They train right. you from a young age that we all wait in line <laughs> for things. Or if you're overseas, you queue, I guess, for right. things. But exactly. it's the same process. Yep, exactly. It sounds fancier. Um, but yeah, you can leave all that behind. Cat's out of the bag. Technology's here. Lines are dead. Um, and you have your life back now and more beer. So it's a win, 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 unless you invested in lines, unless you're like a company that builds those like those little like Q things. Yeah. Q things. Then sorry, but you had your time. Now it's, you're just going the way of the horse and carriage. And that's perhaps a good thing. Maybe one day people will stand in lines in central park kind of Ooh, ironically. No, and romantically. Like, a, like a fast pass, like fast pass for beer. If you've, if you've been yeah. fortunate enough to visit Disney and then double fortunate right. enough to, to pay for a fast pass right that revolutionizes the way you get on roller coasters okay i'll stop but you're right but you're right john you're right lines are a technology that's old that can be improved and we've we've done it so check it out download the app uh say hi to us on instagram all that good stuff and again keep an eye out on cool swag and things if you're a fan of beer glasses like this more to come um, but for now, we wanted to give a shout out to our European listeners. I was hearing great feedback from you guys, wanting us to do more with you, drink beers you guys can get. Stay tuned soon for something um, next week that you'll hopefully be able to enjoy in that regard. But today, 
we wanted to draw attention to the Brewers Forum. So this is a really cool conference. It's actually taking place uh, June 1st through the 4th of this year. So like next to the two weekends from now, essentially, or next weekend. Um, and so it's organized by the Brewers of Europe. Um, and it's uh, it's kind of like a brewing conference for beer professionals. And it's anybody from like breweries to people in the supply chain, distributors. If you you know work at a tap house, something like that, and you're interested, it's actually free. It's a four-day conference. It's all online. And they're discussing not just kind of beer-specific things, but sustainability in the industry, innovation, opportunities. Basically, it's like a giant networking event that, again, you don't need to leave your house for, which can be beneficial. Um, but really encouraging everyone to kind of, if you're interested in this, it's a great time to learn, to exchange information. And again, it's totally free. So if you guys are interested or kind of what I found reading about this, if you're thinking about or want to get in that industry in Europe, you want to be a brewer, you want to you know learn how to treat cask conditioned ales appropriately or whatever, awesome. This could be a really cool entry point to meeting people, um, taking classes to that end. All I have to do to sign up is to go to www.brewersforum.eu slash register. Um, and again, it's it's totally free. So if you're curious at all, or again, in the industry, know people who are, check that out. Um, the 1st through the 4th of June is the event, but you can register right now and save yourself a spot. And the price is absolutely perfect for yes. me, at least. Um, yeah. You won't get, you yeah. won't get any complaints on that. Uh, and Untap's very own VP of Europe operations, Tom Manchison, is going to be speaking at the forum, talking about using data to drive sales. How a brewer can kind of use some use some technology, some data yeah. to gain an advantage and prioritize whether that's through distribution or where to spend time on some of their uh, most well-received beers and ultimately sell more of it. Exactly um, right. That's exciting, Harrison. Yeah, that's no, pretty cool. The website again is www.brewersforum.eu slash register. And we'll drop the link in the show notes too. But now... Back to badges. All right. So we're waking up. We're smelling coffee. And now we're drinking beer with coffee in it. And it's uh, I'm loving it. Loving loving every second. Uh, as a reminder, how you earn this badge, just check into five-room beers that are basically, again, coffee portal or porter, imperial coffee porter, or stout, coffee stout, imperial coffee stout. So um, it has coffee in it, is a dark beer. You're probably good. Um, so far, 154,000 unlocks, so a lot, but okay. not like a crazy amount, which was kind of interesting to me considering, you know, as, as you said, like coffee stouts, I mean, I feel like now, I'm not going to get my soapbox, but I feel like most of the time I'm asking what is not a coffee stout, not <laughs> what is the coffee stout. Like most, I just assume if the stout's in front of me, it's got coffee and it's kind of become ubiquitous, but um, so fair amount of unlocks, but nothing crazy. And some pretty cool, probably unsurprising players here who really made a name for themselves in the coffee game in terms of top beers to have unlocked this badge. The top three, and I think most of more, almost all of the of the uh, top <laughs> ten 
are coming from the one and only Founders Brewing Company, number one being KBS Espresso Stout, and number two, the KBS Maple Mackinac Fudge or Mackinac oh, Fudge. Yeah. Such a good beer. Yep. That, that was stout. amazing. Yep. Uh, Lagunitas, though, jumps in with their Willetized Coffee Stout of the 2019, actually. Um, that I think that recently just came back out. I saw a bunch of it at uh, my local bottle shop today. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then kind of variants of yeah, different KBS KBSs over the years, Bourbon County brand cafe to uh, Ola Stout from 2019, which is a variant I did not get, but uh, sounds like it has coffee in it. And then CBS to a couple variants there and rounded it out with Speedway Stout from Ailsa. It was pretty cool. So I mean, all these beers are great. Amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Speedway Stout was one of like, I mean, like rewind to really, if I'm remembering correctly, like before KBS and before, maybe before Bourbon County, maybe at the same time, Speedway Stout from Ailsmith was like the sought after coffee stout. They had Vietnamese Speedway stout that was done with like Vietnamese coffee. They had different variants of that beer. Uh, That's an amazing beer from, again, kind of an OG American craft brewery that's, boom, cracking top 10 here for this batch. So that's pretty cool to see. Speedway stout is still uh, an amazing beer if you haven't had it or if you haven't had the, the, the Thai or the Vietnamese one. Is yeah. even though, as Harrison said, that was kind of like a precursor to the style. Uh, that's one you should never turn down. Yeah, if you Amazing accept, stuff. if you accept my advice and beer. Yep, yep. And some pretty cool locations that unlocked uh, this. Uh, this badge is unlocked at Microphone Brewing in Chicago, Founders, of course, um, Burial Phase Three. So kind of a lot of breweries that over the years have become known for their stouts. Um, also. Jumping on that list of places people tagged in that check-in is the venue they uh, were drinking that beer at. So, so, but enough about all those other people. How are we doing, John? How are you doing on this badge? Where are we at? You know what, man? Never <laughs> as good as I think I would be I doing when we get to this section of the podcast. <sighs> on on this badge, I'm level seven, and yeah. I almost think it's it's just because like I'll I drink KBS. Anytime I can get my hands on it. Right. Uh, right. And a lot of the beers you mentioned, but I guess even though I feel like there's a lot of coffee stouts, I guess there's just not a a whole lot of variety of them. I mean, I'm level seven. That's what, 35 different coffee stouts. That's decent. I'm not seeking them out. The last one that I had, I went to Untapped and looked. The last one I leveled up with was from New Glarus, and it was their beer called coffee stout which is aptly named and um i was having that paired with venison which i remember that was part of like a a, like a bottle share beer dinner we did with some friends and amazing like it was really cool um they did like a coffee crust on the venison and drinking this it was like five and a half percent beer so it wasn't super big that was a really fun night food and beer amazing (laughs) yeah all right that's uh wow so if I'm level seven and we play the over-under game, I'm going to guess, Harrison, that you're – oh, I'm going to guess that you're under on this because generally coffee stouts are high ABV. That's that's, that's right. my reasoning behind it. And you'd be correct, John, right on the money. And really, so I'm at a level two. Um, 
So just creeping along. All right, just getting started. All right there, champ. Just just right. Just <laughs> beginning my journey into I can't wait to acquire the taste of this beer we all talk about. Um, but uh seriously, um yeah, level two, so not impressive. Most recently, fireside folklore from Flying Machine, which I raved about. I think I give that let me look at my check in real quick yeah like almost a perfect score it was it was so good and so like dark chocolate coffee not that wasn't high in abv i think that beer only came in around like six percent so not crazy um very very good happy to have enjoyed that but kind of looking through this list i was fortunate to have canadian breakfast out in 2017 that jumped on here espresso oak aged yeti kbs but it reminded me that like, I think I have like a, just a aversion to them because for a period after college, which I've spoken about on this podcast before, lucky to have a three tap kegerator in a house. I lived in with a bunch of other guys that I yep. went to college with and we had breakfast stout, just the OG breakfast stout from founders so on good. tap there. Amazing, amazing beer. And I just remember one night drinking many pints of it into the wee small hours of the morning and, and being like, why can't I, why am I not tired? Why can I not go to bed? And, and someone just kind of leaned over and was like, well, it's probably all the coffee and the beer, right? And I like didn't put it all together. So I have just like very vibrant, but also hazy memories of just that the horror of not being able to go to sleep. Thanks to coffee stout. <laughs> you drank enough coffee stouts to stay awake. Yeah. yeah, the party yeah, kept going. Yeah. At least, at least one problem, perhaps the even party, two or right. three. Right. Well, then the, when you don't sleep in a large city, it usually ends. You end up in a casino, and then you're in New Jersey, and then other things happen. Bookies are involved. I li- I've lived an adventurous life, John. One fuel dangerous in, in <laughs> Buffalo. We would just end up at a Greek diner. Um, right. Yeah. You sometimes you that sober up with potatoes. Huh. Love it. Um, yeah, so we'll, uh, see. we'll see what happens. Speaking of coffee, can we yeah. tangent away from beer for just a second since mm. I'm kind of a coffee nerd and just ask Harrison, do you have like, do you have a, a preferred, do you have enough care in the coffee world? Like, do you have a preferred coffee preparation method? Are you that much of a nerd? Mm, yeah, I've gone through many. I was fortunate, I'm fortunate to marry, be married to someone who was a barista for many years and, and then went on to manage a really well-known coffee house in Philadelphia. So coffee is a thing here. And we have like probably too much coffee machinery for one <laughs> house. Um, we have espresso machines and French press and percolators and drip coffee. So, and we've gone through them all and, you know, it's fun. I mean, it's easy. The comparisons between being a beer fan and a coffee fan are, are correct and varied and many. And that's, that all makes sense because you can really get lost in the coffee world and the nuances and the technology and gadgets, just like you can for, for beer. Um, so right now though, recently acquired a pretty fancy, I mean, that's not the right word, a, very good uh, drip coffee machine made by Cuisinart, the company Cuisinart. So it's got a lot of basically right now, coffee for me is what's convenient. So I just pour it in the night before, press a button, and when I wake up, 
I smell the coffee, just like the badge. So that's what I'm doing now. Before that, it was French press, and then before that, it was the percolator, which I loved for many, many years. Oh, uh, yep. Um, that's what I kind of not grew up. That's what my parents, my mom, still drinks out of a percolator, and has they had the same percolator since like yep. 1979 or whatever. Um, so, uh, anywho, definitely, yeah, coffee's big in our house right now, though pretty pedestrian but i do grind my own beans i'll always okay okay um and pretty selective at where the coffee we enjoy although we have well we try new stuff all the time if trader joe's has had it we brewed it in this house and they're always getting new crazy stuff so so yeah today starts with a lot of coffee for me what about you john what do you what's the go-to for coffee in your house right now I talk myself up a coffee nerd, but I'll, I'll admit that I also fall victim of com- like convenience is a really important ingredient. Yeah. Um, and I recently went back to drip coffee. Oh, yeah. um, I did a lot of research and I found a machine that I thought was going to produce like it was it went through like the coffee testing sensory thing yeah. and all that stuff. And yeah. it, it makes a pretty good cup of coffee. Most importantly, it wakes me up with the yeah. smell and it's yeah. done. And I, I do the beans as well, but when I'm trying to treat myself, it's French press. That yeah. is, yeah. uh, it's not something I do every day anymore, but if you, it's, it's, it's sort of like a ritual for me. Like I temp the water at 198 degrees and I yeah. steep for four and a half minutes and yeah. I don't have a, a particular measurement. Generally more coffee. If I'm tired, I'll put yeah. more beans in, but, uh, there's a, like home brewing, you can do with coffee in 15 minutes and you right, can make exactly. something that's memorable and delicious. I, I love know. a French press. Yeah, pretty much an immediate, almost an immediate pay up there. You're absolutely right. And we'll see what happens. It seems kind of to be seasonal in this house. You may pull the espresso maker out again in the in the winter. Not that there's much of a winter down here in North Carolina to kind of make adult hot cocos, which is just a latte. But, um, uh, you know, I feel like that's uh, I feel like that always happens each year. I'm cleaning that thing out around Christmas for some reason, um, missing pieces and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, we're not the only only one drinking coffee. I know you have a pretty cool verified video to highlight this week that's getting into coffee and beer and wine and, and other things. So where are we going, John? What do you got? Yeah, so this week I wanted to feature a, a place. There's a couple of them, but the one that jumped out to me, uh, Grapevine Wine, Beer, and Coffee. They're, uh, the one I want to talk about that, uh, that came up first for me on Untapped is in Rock Hills, South Carolina. They mm-hmm. just opened their third location. There's a, obviously a second location. They're all verified on Untapped. And the Rock Hills location is looking right over the Catawba River, uh, on the river walk. It's kind of this beautiful mm-hmm. little place. And so it's a, it's a coffee bar in the morning, but they also have wine, tea, beer. So it's that, you know, like if you're, if you're like me or if you like beer, or if you like coffee, it's one of those places where you can just go and have kind of an experience. And right. I've mused about coffee shops and bottle shops kind of becoming one. This is yeah. one of those places is like already living that in reality. So whether you do swing by in the morning, kind of do some emailing or watching YouTube and then stay around in the PM, check it. They have a a sick beer menu. They just kind of got back to fully reopen about a month ago. Yeah. And if you check them out on Facebook, you'll see some pretty cool Carolina music that uh, 
like a like there's a banjo player out front on the river. These are the things that I miss about never leaving yeah. this green room. Um, <laughs> and most exciting about Grapevine Wine and Beer in Rock Hills, they do euchre night on oh, Thursdays. Uh-huh. Euchre like tricks, kitties, bowers. The, the the unified teamwork of sticking it to the dealer and whether you call it at the bridge or in the barn, like it's, it's just a game that old people play, but why not play it with friends while drinking a beer before you're old or while you're old, depending on where you sit with that. But what I love the most in, in, in regards to Untapped about Grapevine is they have their whole beer menu on Untapped, but they also put that kind of coming soon section Mm -hmm. in the menu so yeah here's all the things that we have for you to drink today and if you're really stubborn or really stick to it you can help them kick one of their kegs and perhaps even say like oh would you mind i saw you have this one coming up next i don't i'm not telling you to do that they might say no we have a particular order but but i love (laughs) when when a bar will kind of show me what you know i can see what's coming up tomorrow yep. maybe next week i think that's really exciting um harrison we've never talked much about card games have you ever I, i'm talking about euchre like everyone knows what it is have you ever heard of it is it that popular i thought he was a linebacker for the bears <laughs> but uh maybe i know it by another name but it sounds it sounds interesting tricks and tricks and kitties and bowers <laughs> That's uh, it's not, it, maybe spades or hearts or uh, it's, uh, it's a it's a suited game of teamwork uh, and mainly it. drinking. Got it. I had a kitty who broke my heart once long ago. <laughs> anyway, John. Good. Fantastic. That sounds fun. That sounds great. Check out Grapevine Wine, Beer and Coffee if you're in the Rock Hills area. They're doing a lot, it sounds like. And yeah, bring your best uh, stick in the, to the dealer face with you. There you go. Well done. Like an old Euchre Pro. <laughs> yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Speaking of talking about stuff, it's that time to do <laughs> best beers of the week. Actually, first, let's drink another sip of this beer. Let's finish with this beer and then talk about other beers. Ooh. I remember. Dude, it's only been a couple of minutes, but good job remembering that. Let's get in here real quick, see what's happening now. I had, like, you go first. I get I get much more like like dark southern pie in here yes. now. Like I, I get much more caramel. The blueberries all but vanished, and the bitterness mm-hmm. has subsided a little bit. Yep. Where it kind of I get like after what retro nasally, right after Ooh. I swallow it, I breathe out of my yes. nose. That's when I really get that coffee now. Yeah, for sure. I'm getting that too. I wasn't even picking up on like right that last. That's oftentimes. Right. It's a totally different flavor experience when you breathe out after taking a sip. It's could be other flavors. Mine, I don't know if it's the description or what, but like it tastes like a it mine tastes like a pear. I get pear. I get pear. And <laughs> pear is such a interesting fruit. You think it doesn't taste like much. It's a very light fruit. It's like kind of like what it, what else what does a pear taste like? I don't know. Like a like, like a, a soft a, apple, like a half yeah. apple. But it's not, not that even. it's not that sour. It's not that it's it's like a different thing. It almost tastes fake or like a, but it's not. I don't know. What I'm trying to say, but anyway, it tastes like a pear to me in this moment. And I, maybe a lot of that is like the lightness, the vanilla ness, like the vanilla thing happening. 
but man, I'm this is great. It's really kind of changing and um I, I I'm looking for pear because I want to find it, but in my head all I can find is a pear that was dunked in white sugar and then yeah. put in the sun for a moment to just caramelize. That mm. yep, I can taste that. Mm, yeah, the caramelization. Yeah, you're definitely getting caramelized things. Um, but cool. All right. So other beers, best beer of the week, John. You kick us off. What do you? What did? What did you enjoy? Yeah, it's been. It's getting around summertime. So apparently, this is when I drink all my big dark beers. And of the <laughs> best beer of the week for me <laughs> comes from about as far across the country as I can get from Great Notion yeah. Brewing. Their kind of signature beer, Double Stack, it's an imperial breakfast stout, which will also help me uh, level this up. I think it's listed as a coffee beer. Um, I'll have to double check, but bunch of maple syrup. So in in that beer, like everything that I taste here that's kind of coffee and bitter, in Double Stack, it was like sweet and breakfast Uh and to yeah. li- like you could get away with pouring it on pancakes and charging money for it. Right. Uh, that was delicious. Uh, great notions. Phenomenal. I wish we could yeah. get more of their beer over here. Uh, what about you, Harrison? What was your yeah. most memorable suds? The past week. So yeah, you and I had the pleasure again of hosting the second edition of the Lowe's foods, virtual beer hunt. This way we, traveled through the internet superhighway down to Edmonds Oast in Charleston, South Carolina. Got to hang out with Brandon there at Van Cicerone. He was amazing. Um, just a wealth of knowledge. So cool. Such a cool guy, but then also so great that Edmonds Oast, you know, has him on staff and is working with him as you know much as they are because you can tell it makes the experience of the consumer there that much greater and that much more kind of all just you just kind of surrounded by the the experience talking with the bartenders reading you know information about the beer it's all um it's just so on point and he was he was so great to speak with and so we enjoyed a bunch of beer with him it's so cool to talk to right like someone at the brewery when you're enjoying beers um from that brewery and the last beer we had was from their American Wild Ale series. Kind of have like a bunch of fruited sour beers they do. And this one was a sour apricot peach. And it was amazing. It was so good. It was so refreshing. It was like a, I think as you said in your check-in, like a fresh peach in liquid form. It was yeah. so balanced. Like it wasn't, I just couldn't get over how, because sometimes Wild Ale sour beers will kind of take you on like a, sour expl- like exploration like how much can i make you pucker and it's like this is exciting like a hot wing is exciting but like i, I don't i don't know if i would have 16 ounces of it yeah right exactly this beer i was like wow this is so refreshing there's about six or so percent it's not crazy it was refreshing and i just couldn't believe how much it just kind of tasted like a, a fresh peach that was really cool to again have it everyone they, that, those events are so cool as we said last time, if you're in North or South Carolina near Lowe's, you can grab a box from another one with Westbrook, uh, June 19th. Um, so yep. that'll be pretty cool too. Um, we'll do something fun with them. No idea what's in that box, but it's been really fun. Lowe's hooks you up. You get a bunch of beer, bunch of um, snacks, snacks, pint glasses. So yeah, just find, look up your local Lowe's. They'll have a, a virtual beer 
hunt box available, I believe, after the 5th of June for Westbrook. So if you're interested, hanging out at home, we got the hookup. But yeah, that Sarah Peach was, I mean, Edmonton's also on my radar, but holy guacamole, now I want to chase their entire American Wild Ale series. And and yeah, that's that was a new that's a new thing on my beer checklist. So pumped to keep checking checking those things off. And I guess that's probably all we have to say. It's been a long one, Harrison, or longer than uh, it's been a while since I've since I've spoke to you. you I guess that's true. That's right. We're busy, week. busy folks. Long weeks, long lives, but still somehow not enough hours in the day. Um, <laughs> Tell me about it. Right. As a reminder, <laughs> yeah, make sure you guys are following us on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you follow things. You know. Yeah, on your on your Google machine or or Apple machine, if you're uh, fortunate enough. Next week, um, in precisely seven days from now, or depending on when you're yep. listening to this, uh, but next week we're going straight to the high school locker room where it smells like cologne. Is that the notes, Harrison? Cologne, I think, is what you're trying to say. Oh no, wait, we're going. To Cologne, Germany. Well, not really, but yeah. Okay, calm down. We're not. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. We're gonna whatever it is vicariously. We're gonna imagine Cologne. we're going to Cologne, Germany, and uh, where where the Kolsch was created. If that's a good enough hint uh, about what we're drinking next week, pretty good. So until then, everybody. Top of the morning to you. Yeah, that's right. Enjoy the seize the day. There we go. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>